Welcome once again, everybody, to the Almost Brothers podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to stop yourself from becoming someone's welcome mat and getting walked all over. Coming up. What's up, everybody? Welcome Whoa. to the Almost Brothers Podcast. Coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. Hope I didn't blow your ears out. <laughs> How you doing, Jeremiah? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. How's the week going so far? It's it's going good. Was it not coming down a minute ago? It was ago? flat out pouring. Good Lord. I got in here just before it hit. I got in here just <laughs> as it was hitting. Just as it was hitting, yes. <laughs> I feel sorry for, um, I think, um, one of the Randalls. Easton. I think Easton had a baseball game supposedly today, so yeah. I don't think that's happening. No, they probably huddled up in a dugout somewhere. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I uh, I was at Walmart in Sykes, and like, literally as I came to the door, it just started coming down. I'm just like, well, I guess I'm stuck in here for a little bit. And then the lights went off. I was walking oh. down the toy aisle. The lights went off. Like, to- oh, what were you doing in the toy aisle? Huh? What? What? <laughs> I can't tell you yet, but I'll tell you after we stop recording because it's for it's for somebody. But I didn't find what I was looking for anyway, oh, so okay. I guess I could I guess I could say it. Well, no, because I'm still going to search for it because right. I think I can find it before before I need to have it. But yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a lot. There was a lot going on. And then completely clear on the way here, and then about halfway here, it started coming down again. It's like, oh my goodness, man! That was cool. It was good. It was good. My eyes started to glaze over in math class, but other than that, it was good. I love my history teacher and, and that class. Uh, He's awesome. He, I'm like polar opposite of that. Really? Like math. I think I had all my college math credit or credits done in high school. Oh, yeah. No. So like, I don't even have. No, not up in here. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm also going to go back to school. Did I tell you that? Yes. Earlier? Yes, you did. Yeah, Congratulations. I just, I just got my application in and stuff, so. Oh, yeah, yes. I'm going to finish this journey that I started 20 years ago. You know, it happened. <laughs> late, late, late I said late. I was going to take some time off yeah. when I was 19. You know, I didn't know it was going to be this much time I mean, off. you didn't lie. No, I it, did not lie. It is you time know, off. That's right. <laughs> like, hey, everybody, I'm back. It's like, oh, it gets really weird when, like, you have teachers uh, that are younger than you. I, like, I'm not looking. Oh. I'm hopefully going to do everything online because I do yeah. not want to step foot in a classroom. Yeah. I Don't do. feel bad. There's more than you think. Uh, you, you'd be you'd be surprised. Like, oh, like. 50, 60 year oh, olds. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Like right. I was, I was pleasantly surprised that, <laughs> that you were not the only I wasn't one, the oldest one. Oh yeah. Like probably, probably somewhere 10, 10 or 15 older than me. Oh wow. And it's like, wow, I'm okay. Cause it really, I mean, it's just a lot of people now, you know, you get the opportunity like, Hey, mm-hmm. go, go and do right. it, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be a good subject. I, I like yes. it. I like yeah. it. Just talking about how we can, Walk that tightrope between being somebody's welcome mat and not flipping out so much that, you know, we, we lose our, our witness to that person, you know, mm-hmm. our, that ability to, to talk, you know, talk life into them. Right. You know, because it, it's usually one way or the other mm-hmm. with most people. It's either you're so lenient that people just walk all over you because they know you're a Christian and they think they can do whatever and, you're, you you know, you just got to take it or we blow up on people to where it's like, Oh my gosh, he's supposed to be a Christian. Like yeah. what's, that's not showing too much love. So what, what is your, what, what do you think you are on that, on that spectrum? Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm working on that. 
I, I'm, I, I think that depending on the situation and who it's with, a lot of times I, I probably do allow myself to get walked on or take advantage of or overlooked or whatever sometimes because it's not really – if it's not a big deal, I'm not going to – I'm not going to put a lot of fight into something that really doesn't matter, but on like core issues and things that really, you know, bother me or, or something that's really just unfair. It's, it's hard for me to keep my mouth shut because I just, I like we were talking earlier. It's, it's like, you don't want it to, to snowball on you to where they get used to doing something. And so then you've got like a bigger battle to fight later. It's easier yeah. just to confront it in the beginning, deal with it, and then move on. But if you, you know, if sometimes you don't do that, then it becomes something bigger. You know, the issue is bigger to deal with afterwards. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably one of the ones that likes to just talk, you know, get it out in the open. Let's deal with it. Yeah. You know, but it's hard to maintain your witness in that sometimes because you get two people that are confrontational together, Yeah. you know, that don't mind, you know, hashing it out and then are maybe very opinionated or very stubborn then sometimes it's hard to keep that going in a good direction. Yeah. But, um, you know, that my wife, on the other hand, she is very passive, the opposite, you know, and, and she, you know, and I think that that's people look at that as weakness. You know, we talk about in the Bible, you know, you're supposed to be meek, but that's power under control. Yeah. You know, and so we, people will see meekness as weakness. And so they think they can take advantage of you or, or you're just like, walk, like we just said, walk all over you like a welcome mat. And, um, you know, that just, that get, that gets old with people, you know, and then what happens is you want to blow up on them, you know, and, um, I, it's, it's just a difficult thing. I, where do you stand on it? Cause man, it's, I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I, I try to pretty quickly, if if something bothers me, I try to get it out in the open with that person and, and talk it out as quick as possible. But like you said, sometimes you, you get those people that feed off of that. Mm-hmm. that controversy like that's what they were looking for in the first that place reaction. yeah <laughs> so it 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 starts to snowball really 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 quickly um so i i don't know man i think that with me like i, I i've had to and i think i've i've done a decent job at, at being able to breathe through it like think about what i'm going to say and then you know as opposed to just pop off because i've got a big mouth and I, that's you know, what I used to do a lot is just kind of pop off as I'm seconds. If it bothers me, I'm popping off at you. But I've really tried, like purposely tried, like I could feel my neck getting red and me getting upset. And I'm like, like, let's chill out. Let's right. try to see that other person's side of it. So, um, but I've also been that person that just let it go and let it go and mm-hmm. let it go until it just ate me up mm-hmm. and to where I, I either just, completely dismissed that person out of my life or it just blew up into something way bigger than it should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I'm not doing as good as I, as I, well, I think it also matters like who we're talking about. Yeah. If it's an equal or a peer, somebody, you know, on our level, it, it you can handle it one way, but what if it's, what if it's a boss or what if it's a, you know, your pastor yeah. or what if it's somebody that's in leadership above you, you know, what if it's somebody that you answer to, how do you yeah. approach a situation like that where they, I mean, that's the kind of their position is to, to, to direct you and lead you and guide you and stuff like that. But yeah. if they're not doing it in a way that is very kind, how do you go about yeah, about accepting that? Well, I know, I know with me, like um, maybe the second or third week we were here, me and pastor, I had something that, that really bothered me. So I, I 
waited till that next day and I talked to him. I was like, Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And, and just like laid it out, you know, laid it out there. And I think that as long as you, you know, those people in your life that are over you, that you look up to that are your mentors or, you know, your pastors, um, as long as you know their heart, I think that what you have to say, you, you kind of know what their reaction is going to be. You know, if you get the right people over you, then, you know, their reaction is going to be, it may not be something you want to hear, but you know, it's going to be in a loving way and, and it's going to be the right thing. So um, to me, that's even easier because I, I really look up to anybody that I consider, you know, a spiritual father or somebody over me that I look up to. It's easier for me to go to them when, when I have a problem with that, because I know we can talk it out. I know at the end of it, it's going to be, you know, okay, mm-hmm. it's done. Like we've, we figured something out and, and that's exactly how it was. You know, it was it could, me and him never worked hand in hand this close in ministry before, but I've known him for, for the longest time. So mm-hmm. I, I know his heart and I knew where he was at. So, you know, as we talked it out, we kind of got to understand where each other was coming from. So it was, it was like really, really great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, same with, with Vit. We've had those conversations before too, you know, where, Hey man, look, this is, this is bothering me. And it was kind of the same thing. You know, I knew where his heart was at. And so I, I think that that's even easier, but when it's like a, a boss or somebody that you, you haven't chosen kind of <laughs> as your mentor, right. I think that's when it gets a little squirrely, especially when you, it's like you have, you have something that, you know, they can use against you. Like, well, if you don't like it, leave, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've heard that before. So it's, right. it's hard to to come out with that. And that's a, that's a tough position to be in when you're, when you just can't get along with another person mm-hmm. or a boss where, where you, you're kind of scared to say anything because you, you're like, man, I, I, I want to be here. Like I need to be at this job, but like, how do I stop that from happening? And it's, it's such a hard thing to juggle, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, but I think, I think you can't, you, you can only take so much. There has to be a line where you say, right. you know what? Okay. It has to be talked over because nothing good is going to come out of this. So yeah. I think everybody has to have that line somewhere. I, I kind of agree with you there because it about it being somebody in the church, like your pastor or something, uh, somebody that you share a vision with, it's easy to take correction from them or to take a hard pill to swallow from them. Yeah. Whereas if you're at a, just say a job and you're trying to be a Christian witness, you know, you're trying to do things right and be an example in your workplace. Cause that's what we're called to do. You know, we're called to, to, we know we go to church and, you know, we're here to praise God and we're here to, to, to build our stuff up, you know, to, to, to be a witness in the workplace and, and be a minister at our job, wherever that's at factory line, whatever, yeah. you know, office, um, school teachers, whatever, you know, you just, you're, you're, you're there to be a witness and a light. So if you have a boss who is not a Christian and then, and they know you are, sometimes you may get hammered a little bit harder yeah. because they want to do nothing. It may, it may be just the sick motivation of destroying your witness. Yeah. Just to, just to be like, yeah, see, look, they're not all that, you know, yep. they're, I knew that was in there. Yeah. And so good. to, to be able to hang on to that witness, but stand up for yourself and that is very difficult. Yeah. It is very difficult. And I know, you know, I'm not the kind that likes to go to, go to the HR, go to the, and go to a, their boss or whatever, you know, and, yep. and do the tattletale thing that we all what grew they up. Call them the Karen. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> I need to see the manager. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm, I'm not very good at that. You know, yeah. I just, so I think, you know, like we said earlier, it's easy just to allow things to keep piling up on you because you don't want to be that one to, to go, you know, cause all this big ripple effect. And, and a lot of times if that person is not removed, they're going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so you now you've went and complained about them. 
they've, you know, received it from their boss, yep. you know, and they've got, you know, got their butt handed to them by their boss. Yep. And now you're still going to work and answering to them yeah. and they know that you did it. So yep. now you're even in a worse pickle than you were before. So it's like, it's like, well, how do you, you know, how do you healthily, you know, handle a situation like that? And I, and I really, I'm to the place. I don't, I don't know yeah. advice well, to you. And I don't, I don't think there's a clear answer to yeah. it. You know, it's just like, pray about it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But and, it's just so tough. Cause I know a lot of people are, I know a lot of people struggle with that. That's something I think almost everybody can relate to unless you're yeah. just the boss of the world. Yeah. You've got a boss. Yeah. You've got somebody you answer to. And of course we all answer to our, our authority, our heavenly authority, you know, and, and that's really what we have to make sure that we do above all else. How am I responding to this? How Jesus would, yep. you know, I know remember back in the day, the, what would Jesus do bracelet? Yeah. You know, that was so, it was kind of cheesy and stuff, but I, I love it because uh, my wife and I have been talking lately, you know, you know, when you, you know, become a Christian and you have the Holy spirit that comes in you and, and, and dwells inside of you and you take on that divine nature, it's not like you're expected to go live your life only like perfectly or righteously or whatever. It's, it's as, Jesus came in, put on your meat suit and walked around oh on, the, on the planet, <laughs> yeah. you know, how he would do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's going to look different for you than it is for me and from everybody else. It's going to look differently, but it's just, it's how Jesus would live my life. If he's truly in my life and, and in my heart and he is, I'm going to the father and asking him for guidance on all my decision making, everything that comes out of my mouth. If, if I'm really living like that, it's as if Jesus is living my life. Yeah. And so the whole, what would Jesus do thing? I mean, it makes more sense than what we gave it credit for oh, at the yeah. time with the little bracelets and the t-shirts and stuff. But it's like, so what would Jesus do if he had to sit at this job, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I don't, I don't really have the answer to that, but yeah. I just know that I know that some people that are going through some things like that. And it, I wish I had the answer for him. You know, the, it's, it's, if you, if you have, if you need the job, you know, it's like you, you got to figure out a way to get through it. Yeah. You know, if you don't, then. Yeah. flip burgers at McDonald's or whatever, man, you know, do, so, do something else. But And that's kind of, it's like, man, how do you, I don't know, man. It's like, how do you tell somebody like, hey, we'll just try to get through it. It's like, on the other hand, it's like life is too short. Like if you're really yeah. unhappy, like go find I another know. job. That, that's, I think that's a, a really good point, you know, because there's only so much you can, your happiness is, has got to be up there on your list of priorities. It's yeah. not, it's not the top of our list. It never tells us that our happiness should be the top of our list. Yeah. Um, because we're, you know, we're to die to ourselves, and we're, we're a servant and we're all these other things, but you, you have, you have to be happy too. Yeah. You know, it's not just like one bad day. You know, if it's that thing where you're dreading going and seeing this individual, like yeah. every time they come around, you just something wells up inside of you, you know, hatred yeah. or whatever, resentment, whatever, if, if just being in the presence of another person is like that, I just, I think there's gotta be something you can do to, to figure that out, especially yeah. if you're stuck at a desk next to them, or if yeah. you're stuck working in a, in a part of the ministry with them, you know, yeah. cause Christians don't always get along with That's other right. Christians. Yeah. I mean, there's, this is just as much a part of the church as it is the workplace. Absolutely. And so there has to be something done to where people get on the same page. People show each other a level of respect. That's, that's key. You know, cause if you have one person that's always, you know, being disrespectful, it, it, you know, it's, it, that's not going to work either. But like we said, we're nobody's welcome at either. Yeah. We're not, we're not supposed to be, you know, taken advantage of and disrespected. It yep. never tells us that we have to do that. That's stuff. right. You know, talking about that. What would Jesus do? Jesus yeah. wanted to pump. <laughs> yeah. Jesus wouldn't have. You know, he, he would call out religious people before they even said anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> and then like break it down to them to where it's like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. 
you without sin cast the first stone. Like he ain't a punk. So it's like we're not meant to be either. You know, it's got it's got to be that balance between the two. It's like no, you don't just go off on on everybody who makes you upset because that'd be every single day. Right. But no, you also don't just take it and take it and take it and to where you just can't you just don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not being effective that way either. So you have to find that that balance and I think like you said it comes from that prayer life, but it it also comes from really thinking about like how do I handle this situation? Like, is it, is it even worth me putting myself in that situation or do I need to find something else? You know, mm-hmm. for the longest time, you know, when I, when I was at a job that I, I didn't like, we don't, we don't mention that. Place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss, <laughs> I miss a lot of the people there, but just the, the, it in itself, it's like, you, you feel like you're stuck there. Like you, there's no other option until you get out. And then you're like, mm-hmm. wow, like there was all kinds of options. I just never, pursued those because I felt like I was stuck. I think a lot of people are stuck in that limbo to where they want to leave the job, but they're scared to leave. They're scared to step out and they don't know what they're going to do about it. And it's like, just step like that's all you can do. Just step out just believe, believe that if you really cannot take any more, believe that God has your back, pray about it. And if you feel led, like step out of that situation, because Mm -hmm. if, if after so long it hasn't gotten better, it's probably not going to get better. Like, let's step out of that, remove yourself from that and, and go and find another avenue. You know, maybe that's, that's God's way of saying this just isn't going to work for you. Right. You know, maybe, Hey, time to focus on something else, you know? So, um, but what, what do you think, what do you think we do when that, when that thing is family can't really step out of that? (laughs) That's that's, that's a tough one there. Uh, Yeah. And, And most of the time, we're either one way or another with our family. Yep. We either take way too much crap off of them yep. or we don't take any off of them. Yep. And it's very seldom like any gray area there. Yeah, it's like we fair. let them get by with stuff we wouldn't let a stranger get by with or we snap it at a, we would snap at a stranger when we would just let our, you know, our family member get away with it all the time. So mm, if family, our family is tough. That dynamic is just tough. Yeah. You know, and I think we talked a couple of weeks ago about family and, how it was important not to have resentments and have, you know, hatred and stuff like that with our family members, because it's so hard to repair that. Yeah. Um, the, the best thing I think for, I mean, the, the way I've handled my families is just had to have some separation Yeah. for a, for a season, because when you're in the middle, it's just like that job. When you're in the middle of it, you, you don't really know how to get out of it. You can't see things clearly. You can't see things for what they are. Yeah. And the only way to get a clearer perspective of that is to remove yourself and kind of clear, you know get a clear head about things and and then look at it for what it is and ask God to show you it for what it is. But um, yeah, the family that's tough. Oh, dude. I mean, especially when you when it's somebody that that's in your family and you see it from the outside, like you're like, why are you letting this person like just run over you time and yeah. time again? And you're letting it happen and letting it happen. It's like at some point you're part of that problem. Like you're part of the reason why that person acts like that because you let it happen. Right. It's like you can't expect them to get better or to to do make better decisions when you're there to clean it up for them every time. That's right. You know, it's like I mean, why why would they why would they want to do better if they know no matter what you're gonna clean it up for them? It's like man, there's got to be a point. And and I always say this like I love my kids to death, but if it gets to the point to where they keep coming to me for help. And they're not trying to help themselves. There has to be a point where it's like, look, no, I'm sorry. No, 
And it's, just, and it's the same with our Heavenly Father. You know, if it's the same thing over, sometimes the answer is no. <laughs> right. It's like, no, you're, you're going to have to figure this out. Right. You're going to have to make better decisions. You're going to have to change. And then, you know, okay, all right, now let's go. But I just see so many people that just insist on getting run over. Mm-hmm. And they complain about it. And then they go right back and help this person get run over again. Then they complain <laughs> about it. It's like, Oh my gosh, stop doing it. You're part of the yeah, cycle. Right. It's like, what, what do you say to that person? Like, Oh, I don't know. I know that like with, with what we're supposed to do and, and, and the, the word of God and stuff, you know, it tells us that, you know, we're equipped, you know, we have the knowledge. And, um, I think that's Jesus gave us a lot of parables and a lot of examples of that can relate to a lot of our situations in life, you know, and, and he did his part to equip us with that knowledge and the tools to move out of situations and, and through seasons and stuff. And I think that's what we do with our family also. Yeah. You know, we do our part to equip them. We do our part to support them. We do our part to, to help them through things. But like you said, there's a, there's a point where it's like, now I'm just enabling. If, if, if they're not learning, you know, lessons and things aren't, you know, things aren't changing or whatever. It's like, I've, I have to kind of take my hands off this for a little bit and let you sw- try to swim for a while. Yeah. You know, it's like you dig and swimming lessons for years. Now's the time to kick you in the deep end. Yeah. And you don't want to just leave them there and let to drown, but it's like you, you they have to start learning some of that stuff on their own. Yeah. Once, like I said, once you've done your part to, to equip them with those tools and stuff, it's like, now, now you go do it. Yeah. You know, and I'll help you, but from a distance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, it's like watching, uh, what is it? In- intervention. <laughs> oh, man. oh my goodness. Aggravate like, you? Oh my goodness. So bad. Like you see people like. Like I was, I grew up in that, you know, I, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. I did my, my, my parents enabled me for years, Yeah. you know, and not, it's not, I'm nothing against them. I'm not talking bad about it, but when I would get in trouble, I would go to jail. They would bail me out. Yeah. I would get a DWI. They would pay for my lawyer. Yeah. They would, you know, go to court with me and, Oh, you know, and they'd have my back. Great. Yeah. Thank you, mom and dad for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't say that enough. Right. I'm sorry for all that stuff. But there was a time, I mean, looking back on it now, I can see where they enabled me in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I didn't get out of some of those cycles because I never like had to really suffer consequences. Yeah. They were That's always good. there to bail me out. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I never wanted to be like, you know what? Just leave me here in jail. I've right. never, ever said those words, but looking back on it, I can see where that might've been beneficial for me. Yeah. That might've snapped me out of that cycle quicker because it yeah. took me till I was 40. That's good. You know, when I was in, I was started going to jail and stuff whenever I was in my twenties. I had three DWIs by the time I turned 21. I mean, and it was just throw money at it, throw money at it, you know? And then I struggled, man. I mean, I went, you know, several years there where I was just, you know, I I didn't have a driver's license for like nine years, you know? And I just, you know, a lot of things, you know, happened through all that, that I can say now looking back on, I wish that they, you know, they would have just shown me some tough love at a younger age. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's what, that's what watching that show would always like, just drive me crazy. It's like the mom's like, well, I, I go out and get, get it for her. Cause I don't want her to get in trouble. It's like, what in the world right. is going on? No wonder that, that they're stuck in this vicious cycle. And it's like, we have to find that middle ground, especially in our, in our spiritual walk, trying to not get run over, but then show godly love and, and understanding and grace, you know, like we were shown grace, but there has to be, you know, even, you know, it's like when people talk about God, you know, our, our God, they, they very, very, a lot of times they, they want to forget about God's wrath. 
well, he loves us. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. Yes, that's true. But there's also punishment. There's also judgment. There's also, you know, God's wrath that's all throughout the Bible. And it's like, we want to forget about that and just say, it's okay. God loves you. But it's like, but there's also also repercussions for our actions. And there has to be that balance of both, of Mm -hmm. grace, but also, hey, let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's snap out of it and let's grow, grow from this and move on. Like, and, and I think it's so hard to find that balance, man. It really is. Yeah. Especially in our everyday life with people that we have to deal with every day. And I don't think there's a definitive cut answer mm. to it. I just think it's, mm. it's different for every person, different for every situation. And you just have to find your own. Right. And I think that's why we have to rely on, on Holy spirit to give us that discernment yeah. and to, to lead us into how to handle uh, every situation is going to be different. So to handle these unique situations and these unique people, because we're all different and, and what works for one ain't going to work for the other. Yeah. And so I, I just believe that's why we have to rely so much more heavily on the Holy spirit to empower us and to, to guide us and to give us these words and yeah. again, and the actions and to take and all that stuff, you know, it's just, that's, it's just so important because we oh, can't, yeah. we can't do it on our own. Yeah. We don't have the, we don't have the knowledge to do that. I know. I, I, I definitely don't. don't. I don't. <laughs> nope. Oh my goodness. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I, man, I don't know. It's just such, it, it's awesome to get to talk about this stuff, especially when it, when it hits me at a core like that. It's like, Oh man, that's stuff I struggle with. So, um, keep, keep coming with the good topics. Dude. Like it's so good. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm like, man, that's that. And it's something that hits, it should hit everybody. Everybody should, right. Should deal with that. If not, like you said, you're either the boss of everybody or I don't, you have it all together. And if so, you need to call in yeah, and let give us, us some, know what's up. Give us some pointer. You need to take over this show. Cause Oh man, it's, it's uh, yeah, that's such a good topic, yeah. man. I just, I don't know. I think that this is something everybody can relate to so much. And, and, uh, like I said, I don't know if we've got any comments yet on Facebook about questions or comments or anything like that, but this would be a good one. If you want to, you want to reach out and, and give us your input on this, or if you have any comments on it, man, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. So if you found something that works, share the wealth, oh, man, you ain't lying. <laughs> Spread that around, make some copies of that. <laughs> Telling you, but yeah, yeah, definitely look us up on Facebook. And if you haven't subscribe, share, we're, we're going good, man. We're cruising. We're, we're getting ready to go live, aren't we? Yeah. Getting ready to go live on YouTube and, we're pushing 1500 downloads. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's looking good, man. It's awesome. Thank you everybody for, for hanging out with us and doing Ooh. this. All right. Well, remember if you don't have a home church, uh, lighthouse here in Dexter, eight thirty outside under the tent, South side of the building inside 10 o'clock. We love y'all.